life is busy, and sometimes it's hard to get everything in, including this walk. If you struggle with this, my sponsor, Factor Meals, can help. And in just a moment, I'm going to tell you how to get 50% off at factormeals.com. Every meal is fresh, never frozen, and they only take two minutes. Meals like artichoke and spinach chicken with roasted zucchini and tomato butter. This one was one of my favorites. And it was ready in two minutes. No shopping, no prepping, no cooking, no cleaning up. It's getting warmer. The weather is an invitation to head outside and walk more. You don't want to be inside making meals. Head to factormeals.com slash walking50. Use code walking50 to get 50% off your first box plus 25% off your next month. That's code walking50 at factormeals.com slash walking50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. When you're out walking, it is important to stay hydrated. And it's important to have water that is healthy, that you actually want to drink. And can I tell you how much I love my AquaTrue water? It's amazing. By the way, in just a moment, I'm going to tell you how to save 20% off at AquaTrue.com. Are you aware of the research by the Environmental Working Group that indicates virtually every home in America has harmful contaminants in tap water? Well, the AquaTrue purifiers are able to remove 15 times more contaminants than ordinary pitcher filters and are specifically designed to combat chemicals like PFAs in your water supply. My sponsor, AquaTrue, comes with a 30-day money-back guarantee, and today you'll get 20% off any AquaTrue purifier. Just go to AquaTrue.com, that's A-Q-U-A-T-R-U.com, enter the code WALKING when you check out. That's 20% off any AquaTrue purifier when you go to AquaTrue.com and use the promo code W-A-L-K-I-N-G. Have you ever considered walking a race? Welcome to Walking is Fitness. This is a podcast of action providing a little extra motivation to help you keep that fitness promise you made to yourself. Hi, I'm Dave. I started walking for fitness in 2013. Still take an intentional fitness walk every single day. I'm walking right now, and I would love to have you join me for the next 10 minutes. If you've been listening to this podcast for any length of time, you've probably heard my story, the story of how I was a runner for five years. That's how I actually started pursuing fitness at age 48. Ran for five years, and then when I got my first Fitbit, and I had a daily step goal, and I thought that running alone would help me reach 10,000 steps, and when I discovered on day one that it did not at least the distance that I was running. I added a walk at the end of my daily runs. And over time, I realized that I enjoy the walk far more than I enjoy the run. And in many ways, I was only running so I could do the walk at the end. And I thought, and I'll never forget, as I was getting ready to begin my run, it was at a local park, just moments from starting that run. And I thought, well, this... This is dumb. 
if I enjoy the walk so much more, why don't I, why don't I just walk? <laughs> because fitness fun is actually a huge component to making fitness last for a lifetime. If you don't enjoy what you're doing, you're eventually going to find excuses to stop doing it. If you love the activity, then you'll look for opportunities to do it more. And so I transitioned from running to walking. During those five years that I was a runner, I participated in a number of races, a bunch of 5Ks, there were some 10Ks, half marathons. The thing about all those races, all those events, was it forced me to get out and run on days when I didn't feel like it. And there were quite a few days when I didn't feel like it. But I had to be ready for the races, particularly the half marathons, because that's 13.1 miles. Oftentimes, my regular running was around three miles. So in a sense, I was running a 5K, which is 3.1 miles, except because it wasn't an event, nobody was handing me a medal at the end. Having those races on the calendar forced me to do the runs even when I didn't feel like it. And then at the events, they were so much fun. There was energy, there was people. I had my times during the runs, during the events, were faster than my training times when I wasn't running in an event, when I was just running to get ready for the event. And then, of course, at the end, whether it's a 5K, 10K, half marathon or marathon, you get a medal when you cross the finish line. And there's a huge, huge feeling of accomplishment when they hand you that medal. And it's a recognition for all the work that you put into getting ready for the race, not just the race itself. And when I transitioned from running to walking, I knew, even in that moment, when I made the decision, you know what, I think I'm just going to walk for fitness, I knew even in that moment that I was, in essence, giving up the opportunity to get those medals, to get that visible, tangible proof that you've just done a hard thing. And that actually, for a moment, caused me to think, do I really want to do this? Yes. Yes, I do, because it's the day-to-day that's far more important than those two, three, maybe four events over the course of a year. Except, here's the thing. I didn't have to give up the races. I didn't have to give up the medals. Those races, those 5Ks, 10Ks, half marathons, even marathons, aren't just for those who run. They're also for people who walk. Did you know that? You can walk a 5K and still get the medal. You can walk a 10K and get the medal. You can walk a half marathon and get the medal. You could even walk the full marathon and get the medal. Got an email from Anita recently. Anita was a runner and because of circumstances had to transition from running to walking. But Anita continues to participate in events. And earlier this year, two half marathons. 
one-half marathon she completed in three hours and 28 minutes, which is a pretty good time. She was walking at a pretty good pace to complete that half marathon. So Anita is still using those events, even in her walking for fitness, in a similar way when she was running for fitness. And so if you've never considered walking an event, walking a race, I want to encourage you to look up the races in your area. I would start with a 5K, 3.1 miles. And then perhaps as you continue building that fitness capacity and getting used to participating in these events, you could eventually do a half marathon, maybe even a full marathon. I remember when I was a kid. I don't know if they still do this. I don't think so. We used to participate in a 25-mile walk for the March of Dimes. It was this big citywide event. And I think I did it once or twice. It was fun being with others who were walking because we were doing this thing together. We were doing this thing together. Two things to consider. Number one, signing up for a race almost always involves a cost. You have to pay for it. Now, you get something for that. You get the opportunity to participate in the event. You usually get a shirt. And at the end, if you cross the finish line, you get the medal. So there is a cost involved in most of these events. And some of them can get pretty pricey. So just know that on the front end. And number two, almost every event has a time limit because they've got these roads shut down and people can't drive on them. And so they put a a time limit on that. And after whatever the time is at different mile markers along the course, they open that road back up to vehicles. So obviously you can't still be walking in the road as the traffic is moving. Recently, we had a half marathon here in Myrtle Beach. And the turnaround, the halfway point was near where we live. It was on a Saturday morning, and I was out for my walk. And as I was walking, I was seeing all these others who were walking with the the race bibs on. They were in the street. They were doing this half marathon while walking. And then I finally saw the last walker. Of course, every race is going to have a winner, and every race is going to have someone at the very end. And she was moving very slowly. And I actually, for a moment, I felt bad for her because she was clearly the last person on the course. And right behind her were the vehicles. I think there was a police vehicle. And then there was the city maintenance vehicles because they were picking up the cones and the barriers because there was, they were essentially reopening the roadway behind her. And I felt a little embarrassed for her But then I realized, you know what? I don't know what her story is, but she made an intentional decision to participate in this half marathon, to walk 13.1 miles. But she was in the arena. She was doing a hard thing. And so that feeling of, oh, embarrassment, quickly transitioned to, you're really doing a hard thing. Congratulations. So yeah, you can choose to walk a 5K, a 10K, a half marathon, even a marathon. Wouldn't start there. (laughs) Because if you choose to do that, you need to walk at a pretty good pace 
for 26.2 miles. So you need to obviously make sure you have the fitness capacity to do that. But a 5K is a great place to start. Costs you a little bit of money. You'll most likely get a shirt and a medal when you cross the finish line. And a great feeling of accomplishment. Thank you for walking with me today. I'll be back tomorrow. That's my commitment to you. I walk every single day. And I would love to have you join me for another 10-minute walk. In the meantime, I hope you have a great day.